Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Ava Love Hannah. I wrote Secondhand Soul, the play you're going to hear today, and you're listening to Gather by the Ghost Light. All right, good day, everyone. This is Gather by the Ghost Light, original stories for radio theater. I'm Jonathan Cook, your host, producer, and sometimes voice actor on this thing. Welcome back. It's October, and tomorrow is Halloween. And I couldn't let this month go by without giving you guys a fun little spooky story. But first, let me take a moment to fill you in on all the cool things that have happened since the last episode. All right, so last weekend, we had our first live recorded event We recorded the full-length play Kingdom on stage in front of a sold-out audience, and it was absolutely amazing. You know, the cast, the crew, the audience, we all had such a great time, and that full recording will be released soon on this podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, there are more live events being planned. This is only the beginning, my friends. Also, we have some big news that was announced this week that Gathered by the Ghost Light is now a part of the Broadway Podcast Network. So we're now on their platform that's full of many other theater-related podcasts. You know, it's the perfect home for us, and it's a great opportunity for the future of Gathered by the Ghost Light. And honestly, it's all thanks to you, all of you tuning in, all of you listening, all of your support, the Broadway Podcast Network, they noticed and You have my gratitude. All right, now let's get a little spooky. (laughs) So let me tell you about the play you're going to hear today. This one was written by Texas-based playwright Ava Love Hanna. Ava is a professional writer, published playwright, and an award-winning speaker and storyteller. She also produces and hosts her own podcast called Stories Found. And today, you're going to hear her play called Secondhand Soul. You're about to meet M and Vi a couple in love who just moved into a new house. And when M gives in to temptation and uses Vi's Ouija board to try to come out to her dead mother, well, she finds herself bargaining to save her soul from what she accidentally summons instead. Now, gather on the ghost light, sit back and enjoy. This is Secondhand Soul, written by Ava Love Hannah. And be sure to stick around after the story to hear an interview with this writer. What are you doing? Is that? Oh, yeah, it's a Ouija board. I found it in my old stuff at my parents' house. You know, while I was there, I heard that our junior high gym teacher passed away. Maybe we can use it to ask him what hell is like. No, absolutely not. I don't want to mess with that stuff. Also, that's really mean. I liked him. You liked a gym teacher? What? Gym teachers are our enemies. (laughs) I feel like I don't even know you right now. That man wore tiny shorts and made us run around in circles for hours for literally no reason. Okay, his shorts were very short, probably unnecessarily so, but we didn't run for hours. We ran for 30 minutes. It was good for us. No, it was torture. In fact, it's well known that running was used as a type of torture. They didn't torture people with running. Where's my phone? I'm gonna look that up. No, wait. No. 
We are getting off track here. Please remove your weird devil board from our house. We just moved here, and I don't want it filled with ghosts and demons and whatever else you conjure up. (laughs) Sit! Play with me! It's a family tradition. My sisters and I did this every time we moved into a new place. We'd explain to the ghosts that we were very cool people and ask them not to watch us in the shower. I really don't want to mess with this. Uh, My parents were were weirdos who told you everything was a sin. They were wrong. You ready? Let's do this. Yeah, I love our new house. I want this to be a happy place, which is why I don't want you filling it with ghosts, including the ghosts of our past. Let the gym teacher rest in peace. (laughs) He was probably buried in those shorts, you know. Don't you want to ask him? (laughs) No. Also, these things don't even work. How many dead people have you talked to? What? They do work. This one was sold by the expert occultists at Hasbro. They wouldn't be able to sell something fake. That's not true. Companies sell fake stuff all the time. Dummies buy it anyway. When did your worldview get so bleak? Everything is exactly as it says it is. Also, if Ouija boards are fake, then you can't be scared of it and you have to play with me. Okay, sit tight. I'm going to find some candles and some snacks. We are going to do this right. I'll be right back. This isn't scary. This is just a silly kid's toy. It's weird, though. Who looked at this and thought talking to dead people was a wholesome childhood activity? (laughs) All right. I'm going to give this a shot. Hello? Spirits? Um, if anyone is listening, this is M. Oh! Whoa! Did you hear that? This is perfect weather to commune with the spirits. Yeah. Um, are you coming back? I think I've almost found the candle box. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, nope. Just albums. False alarm. Oh, but I found my Dave Matthews record. Yes! No! I said nothing horrible in this house. Heathen. All right. For real this time. Spirits. This is M. Hello? Can I ask for someone specific or do I leave a message? So, uh, I'd like to speak to my mom. I want to tell her I met someone. And she probably won't be happy about it, but that I'm happy and I love her. Oh, wait. She's in conservative heaven, and they've probably banned Ouija board messages there. So I guess I'm happy speaking to anyone. Oh, but no demons. My parents warned me that demons are always first in line with these things and are always just waiting to come get your soul. That sounds so dumb when I say it out loud. But uh, just in case, I'm not interested in any demons today. Uh, Please. Oh my god, is, is, is that you? If there are spirits talking to me, please, give me a sign. Uh, knock on something. Oh! Hello? Yes? Hi, you asked me to come? What? what? I-, I did? Yeah, you said just knock. Oh my god, I did. Who, who are you? I'm Damon. Damon? I guess that's one way to say it. I prefer Damon, though. Damon. Oh my god, oh my, oh my god, oh my, oh my god. So, oh. I came about the soul? Can I come in? It's really pouring out here. Soul? I, I love the rainy weather, but I hate getting wet. It feels so gross. 
I'm, I'm sure you're used to warmer climbs. Yeah, I am. How did you know that? Oh, I know too much stuff. Okay, listen, I think there's been a mistake. I can't believe my parents were right. Are you saying you've changed your mind about the soul? Come on, please don't do that. I came all this way. I was really looking forward to bringing it home today. I feel bad. I, I do, but I just don't think I want to part with it. I need it. Also, my girlfriend will be really mad. I did this without her. Oh, I get it. Listen, let's do this. I can wait until the storm passes, and then we can take a look at the soul, see what kind of condition it's in, you can talk to your girlfriend about it, and then we can make a deal. Okay? Crash into... Oh, hi. I didn't know we were expecting anyone. Yeah, I came by... To welcome us to the neighborhood. (laughs) Right, Damon? Yeah, sure. That's something I'd like to do. You have a lovely home. Well, thanks. Sorry, everything's a mess. We're still unpacking. Please, have a seat. I'm 90% certain there's a couch in this room, but really, anything could be a seat if you try hard enough. No worries. Is it okay if I take off this wet coat? I'm not used to this weather. I'm more of a dry heat kind of guy. Of course. Em, will you take his coat to the kitchen? There's towels in there. No, um, okay, sure. I'll just take this nice, normal person's coat to the kitchen. In our house. I, I can, I can do that. Okay, good. Sorry, she's being weird. I found my old Ouija board, and she's pretty skittish about that kind of stuff. <laughs> I always wanted to play with one of those. My parents wouldn't buy one. Said you'd summon demons? No, said it was fake. Monsters. Exactly. So, what do you do for a living, Damon? I'm a fitness instructor. A fitness instructor? As in, at a gym? Like a gym teacher? Where people run? Do you make people run, Damon? Uh, sorta? I encourage people to run, yeah. I see. Exercise is good, right? Tearing muscle fibers, growing new ones, tearing people apart and rebuilding them is my whole job. Oh my god! It's torture. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. Is it okay if I use your restroom? Sure. It's right through that hallway, second door on the left. M, that guy is evil. He seems so nice, but he's the worst kind of person. And he's here in our home. Our home. I, I don't understand how this happened. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. I wanted to tell you, but... Thanks. Just needed to wash my hands. You would not believe the stuff that gets on my hands at work. Uh-huh. I, I can imagine. Oh, wow. <clears throat> my throat is really dry by. Um, can you get us all some water, please? Sure. Ice? None for me. Of course not. Uh, Room temp is fine. Okay. One cold, delicious water for me, and two room temp waters for weirdos coming right up. So about that soul, can I at least take a look at it? Make sure it's in good shape? What? No, that's weird. I just want to make sure it's in good condition. You should see what some people do to their souls. I mean, they can take a lot of abuse, but still. I assure you, mine is fine. (laughs) Pristine, even. You'd be lucky to have it. I mean, um, no. You don't want this old thing. It's all old and used. (laughs) Uh, Used souls are great. They last forever, you know. Oh, sure, some people prefer new, but I prefer older ones. They have more character. And I don't have the stress of having to break them in. Break them in? Break what in? 
Uh, babies! I think he's talking about babies. <laughs> what? You're making babies run now? That is too far. Em, I told you this guy is the worst. Oh my god, sorry about that. The glass slipped out of my hand. Uh, no worries, I'll just go dry off again. That man is evil. I know! Look, I, I, I need to tell you something. I think I've ruined our lives, and I really don't want you to be mad at me, especially because I'm probably about to go to hell. But while you were getting snacks, which you were doing because you're so thoughtful, and I love that about you, I love everything about you. I've always loved you since the moment I first saw you in our junior high gym class, but my parents said I couldn't go to heaven if I kissed girls, so I never said anything back then. But I played with the Ouija board by myself to try to tell my mom about us, and I think I summoned a demon on accident, and I am so sorry. You... Loved me since junior high gym class? Yeah... That's why I didn't mind the running. Or the gym teacher. It was the one place I knew I would get to see you every day. That is really sweet. But it doesn't matter now, though, because he's here for my soul! Oh, good, you told her. Yeah, I'm here to buy the soul. Can we make a deal? I told you I need it! I, I have too much to live for! It's not for sale! Wait... You're here to buy the soul? What day is it? It's Saturday the 5th. Why? Oh! I am so sorry. I thought we were meeting next week on the 12th. What? I you planned this? You were going to sell my soul to a demon next week? It's still pronounced Damon. Damon. Em, no! I'm selling my old Kia soul. This must be the guy I've been texting with about it. That's me, the soul guy. Oh! Oh my god! So I, I didn't summon a demon then? Oh, that is such a relief! <laughs> so this guy isn't evil then? <laughs> oh, he's still evil. He's a gym teacher. Hey! But it seems like maybe I've been wrong. I owe a lot to gym class. See? Running is good for you. No! Get out, vile demon! That was Secondhand Soul, written by Ava Love Hannah. It was performed by Chelsea Glass as M, Amy Thorne as Vi, and Evan Cook as Damon. All right, so with me now is the writer of the story you just heard. She's a professional writer and playwright and an award-winning speaker and storyteller. She's also the artistic director and co-host of the podcast called Stories Found. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ava Love Hannah. Ava, thanks for being here, and how are you? <laughs> hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, you've done a lot of creative things. Uh, give us <laughs> give us the lowdown of, a, we'll call it the synopsis. You know, every play has a synopsis. So what is the synopsis of you and a brief, a brief introduction of how you got into writing and, and theater and all that? Well, uh, so I was originally a theater major, and I was an actor. And then as I was going through college, I ended up joining a speech and debate team and sort of moved in, into uh, communication. So I was doing communications in English, and I was a writer. And then I sort of tell everyone my villain origin story is that I went to grad school for poetry, <laughs> because I hate money, I guess. And and so I actually spent a lot of time and money learning how to write as few words as possible, which super actually kind of handy as a playwright. But um, I ended up um, sort of as I, how I became a playwright, what happened is I was I was writing professionally, and I wrote an essay, which is 
kind of crazy. It was called the Vagina Mommy Incident. And it was a parenting essay about my four-year-old asking about genitals and it went hilariously wrong. And so I ended up submitting it to a show here in town called the Listen to Your Mother Show. Um, and when I was there, I met another storyteller named Max Langert and he was in a playwriting group here in Austin called Scriptworks. And I joined and we did a friend show together and I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe instead of being on stage, I can write for the stage. And that was it. I just immediately started getting produced, which I assume is how it happens for everyone. Just that's it. You just fall right into it. (laughs) (laughs) So your play, Secondhand Soul, that everyone just heard, you know, you got these two ladies. uh, One of them finds a Ouija board and is very thrilled and excited about playing it with her friend. And the Mm. friend's a little more hesitant because she just wants it out of the house because she's always been told they're demonic and evil. And then you take us on this farcical path of (laughs) mistaken identity where the character M being naive about Ouija boards, she thinks she really summoned a demon because this guy shows up knocking (laughs) on their door. Uh, And crazy enough, uh, when I was reading plays this past month or so, I read, there was a bunch that I read that had a Ouija board in it. Oh, how weird. <laughs> I know. I was like, is the universe trying to tell me something right now? What, what's happening? And so, But out of all the ones I read, they're all good. Uh, but out of all the ones I read, it felt like your play was the one that would kind of benefit most from an audio play version. Like I could just hear different mm-hmm. effects that I wanted to use. And, uh, and so here we are. So, so while we got <laughs> you, uh, what is the kind of background on this story, uh, how you came up with the idea, any fun background trivia you have uh, to just just tell us about this script and, and how you got it on paper and all that. Sure, sure. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So this script, Secondhand Soul, has sort of a winding path. I think all of our, our shows do, right? Um, I had written a show a few years ago called Big Brad Wolf, and it was a fun show. It's been pretty popular, and it was produced by uh, Playwrights Roundtable in Orlando. They did a fantastic job, and my director for that show was Bethany Dickens Ossoff, and she's just an amazing human being, and we, we became friends. And through one of her posts, she had talked about the a writing challenge with Threshold Theater that happens every November, and every playwright should do the Threshold Theater Challenge. It's starting soon. Um, Matthew and the group over there, they they put out this whole month of like these really amazing prompts. And <clears throat> I don't normally like writing to prompts, but there's something about the way they construct them. This month is just the most productive month ever. And so last year, the very first day, they had a prompt that said, I may or may not have summoned a demon, but don't worry, he's friendly. And I thought that was so funny. I was like, okay, I don't know if I can write on this today, but I'm going to use this somewhere. And a little side note, like I'm a parent and a writer and a producer. And so I'm super busy all the time. So in order to commit to my writing, to showing up to the page, I have to get up at like five in the morning during that month. (laughs) So I was delirious and laughing. And I started thinking, well, what's like the stupidest way that I could accidentally summon a demon? And I thought about the Ouija board because it's a toy, you know, and, um, and also, I guess, you know, I was raised Mormon, pretty strict, so I didn't, I never got to have a Ouija board. So I thought, well, I'm going to play with this as an adult. <laughs> and so I, um, I, I sat down to write for uh, Scriptworks. We have a challenge on top of it. November is a busy writing month for me. They do a challenge where we have like a bake-off. They give you three ingredients and you have to include those. Plus there's some rules that limit your cast and you have less than 24 hours to write a play. So I sat down with that idea in mind and I was like, you know what? Um, 
I think this is going to be it. And I, it just, it just happened. And the rules for scriptworks this year were it had to have an odd family tradition, a character who becomes something non-human and a vinyl record. And you'll be able to hear all three of those things. If you go and listen to it again with that in mind. You know, it's funny when we were recording it um, at the end where Vi gets a little more sincere and she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you thought about me in gym class. And we, we call. <laughs> so for that last page, when we did those takes, we're like, all right, this is the hallmark moment. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Well, every comedy has to have, well, at least in my opinion, that comedies should have heart, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the jokes are like this sort of Trojan horse. And as soon as you let your guard down, surprise, there was empathy inside. So that's, that's usually how my comedies work. Every, everyone knew exactly what tone we were going for. All right, Hallmark moment. It was like, okay, we know how to do that. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and that was one thing I was going to add. Is, you know, most of my work tends to be autobiographical. So there's always a few things in there that, you know, that, that are for my life. And and people, when you tell people, like, oh, my, my shows often have autobiographical moments, They two things happen. Like, first, sometimes they get really terrified because then they start immediately wondering, like, has anything happened between the two of you that will show up <laughs> in that show? Or And then two, they sort of look at you and they're like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a comedy writer. Of course I'm not okay. <laughs> so. well, what's, the, uh, what's the production history of this play? Because I know when I first came across it, I saw it, uh, other playwrights that I know were sharing a poster for a reset theater. And I saw mm-hmm. uh, your play second and soul. And I saw your name and I was like, mm-hmm. I recognize that name. Where'd I, cause we had never, we, we hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't connected yet at that point. And I was yet, like, yeah. And then looking on new play exchange, I saw, Oh, you're the host of stories found that I've, I've listened to several episodes right. of that. So as soon as I made that connection, um, and I was kind of hesitant to reach out to you because I'm like, she has her own podcast where she does something <laughs> similar. She may want to keep produce my own work I was like, usually. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, same with me. And I was like, she might want to yeah. just save it for her thing. But you know what? I'm gonna ask anyway. And you were, you were I'm glad oh. that you. I'm so glad you did. Now, um, yeah, so what happened is, uh, so I wrote Secondhand Soul, and the way it works is this weekend fling that we do with Scriptworks every year. Um, Everyone will submit shows, and and they will get, it varies, but usually it's on average around 65 or 70 scripts for members. And then we don't hear anything for a few months. They go off to a panel to uh, be evaluated. So when you submit for the weekend fling, you're submitting for the Out of Ink uh, Playwright Festival in the spring. So a few months go by and everybody's kind of like, I haven't heard anything. And then around February, they go, oh, hey, your, your show is selected. So I've been lucky enough. It's, it's, it's really fierce competition because Austin has some absolutely amazingly talented playwrights. But I've managed to be in it like three or four times now. And uh, they selected Secondhand Soul for production. We did it as, far, as part of a multi-week um, showcase out of ink, which is what it's called fantastic cast and what's funny is the character who played vi in my show uh with script works she was terrified of ouija boards as well <laughs> so, <laughs> and i ended up giving them all small ouija board gifts and she was like uh-huh <laughs> uh. <laughs> um so it was produced there and then i met tay lane through mad lab and she had helped form the theater reset group and she'd asked me to send over a couple of scripts and i said well i literally wrote this like last night so i sent it that and mascot they picked up mascot for the first uh festival they did which is they they literally made a mascot head. It was phenomenal. Um, and then they reached out and said, can we do mascot again? And can we do the other script secondhand? So I said, Oh, of course, of course. I love your group. And so, um, yeah, it's it, secondhand soul is a play I didn't mean to write. And it's just sort of had a kind of a, a pretty warm reception I'm excited about. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, I do want to talk about your podcast stories found. Sure, sure. 
Uh, give us uh, what is that? Uh, how did you start that? And um, you know, kind of go over your guidelines for that. And writers out there that want to submit works to to your podcast, uh, let let people know what to do and just your whole process for uh, for for what you do on on that. So um, with stories found, we started as just a regular sort of we were going to be an in-person theatrical production company. We wanted to focus, we focus only on comedies. So we only produce comedies. We produced one of my plays. I say we don't produce my own work, but we started with one of my shows um, for a French festival here. It's called Bad Neighbors, and which has also gone on to be produced by other theaters. But um, we did that production. And then I guess about three weeks later, COVID shut everything down and we were on. <laughs> That's a great start to a theatrical production company where we're only doing comedies on stages. Um, since my husband is an audio engineer, we have tons of cool gadgets and I have a background in public speaking. We said, okay, well, let's start doing stuff online and playing with our friends that way. And so we started Stories Found where we have, um, we feature funny plays, sketches, and stories from just amazingly talented humorists. And um, we work with professional actors. We we have a ton of fun. Our last two submission calls were earlier this year. Um, they were sort of on top of each other for one minute and 10 minute plays. And we got over 1,100 submissions. So my eyeballs are still recovering. Um, we booked up our season, but we still have spots that we you know will allow room for. So if you have a show that is a between one minute and 10 minute comedy, a little over is fine. Um, you can send it to submissions at storiesfound.com. We're always looking to meet new humorists. Our only rule is, you know, not too many characters. And of course it's gotta be a comedy. <laughs> you would be surprised how many dramas we get, but um, yeah, comedies only. Good stuff. Cause so you're starting season three of that from what I saw. You already have. Yes. That? This is our third season and we're doing it a little different this year. normally we would sort of like, you know, we would kind of have rolling open submissions and we take some shows and go uh, from there. But this year we have our whole season planned out. And like I said, we've left, we've left spaces for new artists that we may meet, or if we want to do a holiday call, which we're going to do soon because we love holiday themed shows. But um, yeah, we, it has been, tremendous getting i've met some of the most amazing playwrights and and storytellers and it's just it's been a wild ride it's been a lot of fun yeah i i, I know that feeling i have um <laughs> since starting this i've met uh so many play playwrights that i just seen their name over the years because they've been in festivals with me mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. over the past few years it's like i've gotten to get on here like this with you and and meet them <laughs> you know virtually uh some of them in person because some of them are in atlanta uh, yeah. do it and they have shows there. So yeah, it's been a, a such a great it's networking fantastic. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so new playwrights will reach out to me. They'll say, Oh, how, how did you get started? And what do I need to do? And I will tell them, I'm like, look, um, you sort of fall into it at a point you keep writing. Of course you show up to the page, but you build community. Um, I, I, again, I end up in festivals, Mark Harvey Levine and I will joke, we're like, we, we, we refuse to do festivals unless the other one is in there. Cause we, <laughs> we keep ending up in the same festivals. And then I have them on the podcast too. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess this is slowly becoming just a 100% Mark Harvey Levine podcast, but um, yeah, just building community and, and keeping in touch with these really, really great creative people that you meet. Um, I can, I can really connect the dots. Almost every one of my productions has come from a different production where I met someone and then they went on to do something amazing and they, and they kept me in mind. And so um, yeah, God, I love, I love our theater community. Yes, it's so good. Uh, so when you are looking for submission calls, uh, do you have mm -hmm. any go-to uh, places on the internet that you go find stuff like that? 
Um, well, so we usually, like I said, we've been lucky enough that enough people listen to us and love us and want to be on the podcast. And I'm in a few writing groups that we will post a call and I love the playwright, uh, marketing binge, but don't ever post a call during binge month. Um, unless you really, really want to read like a hundred shows a day. Um, so we've been fortunate enough that between those groups and and posting to the different you know facebook groups and and nyc playwrights that we we get more than we can handle but we're, we're we read everyone we one rule that we have for our reading committee is we treat every script as though um we were submitting it to someone else the way we would want our script to be handled so yeah. if you send your script to us we will read it and, and we'll take good care of it <laughs> and so um but yeah, I mean, if people want to look at our website, they can, they, we have a submissions page. It has all of our, our guidelines and what we're looking for. We really, we're just looking for all different kinds of comedy. So yeah. Good deal. Uh, so do you have anything you can plug? Do you have anything coming up? Any shows going on? <laughs> Where can people see your next play in a theater near them? So I always have stuff in productions. I one of the things I'm excited about is every year I'm involved with I've been lucky enough to be involved with Theater Roulette with Mad Lab. Big Brad Wolf is being produced there and they've changed the date to December. So I'm super excited to be there again with Mark Harvey Levine. <laughs> He's <laughs> always in every festival yeah. I'm in. Um, that and then just really, really excited, pouring a lot of time and effort into our current stories found season. So all right. So where can people find you? What's your website and are you active on social media or anything like that? I'm far too active on social media. You kind of got to be uh, promoting stories because I I need to hire a social media person because like <laughs> with, with Gather by the Ghost Light, it's like I, it feels like I'm always on there trying to push something. Uh, so I'm sure you I'm sure you go through the same thing. It's the worst, yeah. honestly. I, social media is love hate, and I always feel like you know I've got a teenager, and I always feel like he does it better than me. I'm about to hire him, but he's like, no, gross. Um, yeah, no, I'm always on social media, uh, Instagram, Ava Love Hannah, or Stories Found ATX. Um, you can find me on my website, which I need to update, but it's avalovehanna.com, or you can go to storiesfound.com. And yeah, you just type in my name, you can find me pretty much anywhere. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, you do cool stuff. Uh, keep doing it, awesome. keep creating. Uh, I can't wait to, uh, to dive into season three of Stories Found when you start releasing yeah. those episodes. And everyone listening... Uh, go over to Ava's podcast. It's called Stories Found. It's all comedies. That's what she takes. And uh, they do a great job over there. If you like the audio plays you hear on this podcast, you'll love uh, the stuff you hear on Stories Found. So, Ava, thanks for being here. And uh, hopefully we can collaborate again in the future. Great. I look forward to it. Thank you all for listening. And if you are associated with a theater and you would like to produce the play you heard today on your stage, send an email to gatheredbytheghostlight at gmail.com or contact the playwright directly at her website, avalovehanna.com. And if you would like to have some cool Gather by the Ghostlight merchandise, t-shirts are available at the merchandise link in the show notes in the year one and year two books, which are both also available at Amazon. Intro and outro music, as always, is provided by artist JK47. And if you enjoy this podcast, you know, maybe you're a longtime listener or maybe this is the first episode you've ever heard. Let us know. Please leave us a rating or a review in all the places that you can. And also be sure to follow Gather by the Ghost Light on social media to stay up to date on new episodes. I'm Jonathan Cook. And as always, stay safe. And I'll see you next time we Gather by the Ghost Light.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.